Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. At this point, most shows are winding down. Roy is just getting started. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. It is uh, so encouraging, so encouraging to see so many people across this country who are getting energized on the issue of chronic pain and getting energized on the issue of taking care of the 1.5 million people in Canada who have chronic pain and those who have really serious chronic pain issues who require their opioid medications, which the federal government, as supported by medical researchers and some doctors, uh, is intent on either significantly reducing or removing entirely. And the interview that I had with the Federal Minister of Health was entirely unsatisfactory. I think she knows that. And didn't answer the questions that needed to be answered. And there are lots of questions being asked now. Our callers are keenly interested, and the chronic pain patients are fighting back, ready to fight back. You'll hear more on that tomorrow. It's another health issue, and one that's developing in Canada's Parliament, not as it should be, but not because of lack of trying by Conservative Member of Parliament from the Edmonton area, Mike Lake. Mike continues to try to obtain an answer from Justin Trudeau in Parliament about why the Liberals refuse to assist or provide funding assistance for the Canadian Autism Partnership. Now, Stephen Harper had money in his budget. The Liberal Government of Canada, under the auspices and direction, immediate direction, of Bill Morneau, the finance minister, stroked it out. And when Mr. Lake confronts the prime minister in Canada's parliament to speak about this issue, well, it's classic Justin Trudeau. And uh, Mike Lake joins me on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network, along with Canadian hockey legend Haley Wickenheiser. And Haley is supporting uh, Mike and the entire issue of providing support for the Canadian Autism Partnership. I'm going to ignore you for a second, Mike, and just say, Haley, thank you for doing this, and thanks for all the thrills you gave us playing hockey for this country. You're welcome, Roy. My pleasure. Now, you were, I mean, you're just so fantastic. I, I, watched, I watched one of your games when you were in Finland. I got an opportunity to watch the whole thing. It was like three weeks later. But uh, you were the best player on that team. <laughs> well, thanks. I uh, I certainly uh, had a a long career, and I I got as much out of hockey as I ever gave to it, and uh, it, was, it was a fantastic honor to be able to play for Canada for a long time. Yeah, isn't that great when you can say that I got as much out of it as I gave? Yeah, no, I really did. I mean, everything in my life, in some way, shape, or form, I owe to the game, and uh, that's why I think it's 
it's the greatest game. There's just so much that it has to offer um, to those who want to play. Yeah. Haley, before I speak with uh, Mr. Lake about what's going on in Parliament, would you please tell us why this is an issue of supporting the cause of uh, assisting the Canadian Autism Partnership is so significantly important to you? Yeah, well, I think, you know, just a quick background for those listeners that uh, may not know, I did my master's degree in autism and I, I started a program eight years ago called Stepping Out, which uh, works with young adults on the spectrum uh, as a way to help them uh, get physical education and um, really just get moving. And my, my master's moved into looking at how does exercise affect uh, the brains of young adults on the spectrum. And what I was really surprised to see when I sort of delved into this area and I stumbled on it by chance was um, just how little research was done, especially in the area that I was looking at. And, and when I was talking to parents um, with with the kids on the spectrum, just how much work they've had to do on their own um, to get support, to find resources, and uh, and and then in speaking, getting to know Mike a little bit, just how important this this federal partnership is, really as just a guiding light and resource for the rest of Canada and the provinces to say, okay, here's the best practices, here's the top research, here's what we have to offer, so that. Everyone can be on the same page when it comes to giving a child the best chance at having a good quality of life uh, that lives on the spectrum. So, uh, you know, I'm not really interested in the politics around this. This is just the right thing to do, and it makes complete sense to me. And I think that's the way most people in this country would approach it, not as a political issue. But, uh, Mike, what's going on in Canada's parliament where clearly it is a political issue? Yeah, it is. Um, you know, we, we, we saw, as you mentioned in your in your preamble, that uh, it wasn't funded in the budget, the $19 million over five years that was asked for by the expert working group. Um, it you know, worked out to $3.8 million a year, which in the general scheme of things with a, you know, with a budget deficit of, I think, 20, almost $27 billion. Um, $3.8 million is, is not much, and especially when you think about what, uh, what this partnership does. Uh, as Haley's mentioning, uh, you know, what it... What it does, most of the challenges are at the provincial level, and and uh, and the partnership would bring experts together, some of the top researchers in in Canada, and and really top researchers in the world. Uh, in addition to um, self advocates and and the autism community, the vast, vast, vast majority of the autism community, and and these experts would advise governments in their jurisdiction, much of it provincial, um, on things like early intervention and education and housing and vocation and. You know, uh, Haley spoke really well about the, you know, the, the the young adults that she worked with, and and the, and the benefits of exercise. These are these are things that uh, that researchers can speak to governments about, and 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 add to, to programming and and uh, and the knowledge base in this country, and make sure that that people wherever they are on the spectrum and whatever age they are get the services they need. So we moved a, a, an opposition day motion um, last week in the House of Commons, and. The Conservative members, uh, the New Democratic uh, Party members, uh, Green Party, all unanimously supported this uh, this motion. And what we saw was we needed 19 out of 184 Liberals to also support it. And normally these would be free votes, but uh, um, many, many Liberals had indicated support for the Canadian Autism Partnership in the past. And, uh, and for whatever reason, the government decided to whip their vote against it and only one Liberal stood in favor of it, and every other one uh, opposed it, and, and it was defeated. So is it fair to suggest that it would be the Prime Minister who would give the order to, to whip the party and, and, and instruct his MPs and his caucus to not vote to support the, uh, the Canadian Autism Partnership and the funding for it? 
Well, I mean, I, I don't know the exact dynamic within their party, but it's fair to say that uh, those types of decisions come from the leadership. And, and uh, you know, just like just like in sports, leadership is important. And uh, yeah. and uh, people people follow their lead. And, and uh, I don't know what the rationale is for it, but uh, but uh, the, the, the vote failed. And, and right now we are pushing back. Um, there is a significant, people have noticed this, uh, you know, they've noticed the fact that on World Autism Awareness Day we had, 12 members, uh, actually more than 12 members of the Liberal Party come for the photo op uh, on the steps of Parliament, and, and those same members voted against the uh, Canadian Autism Partnership when the vote came. Doesn't that speak and, volumes? Yeah, it does. It does. And uh, and so uh, I, I really honestly think that it's, you know, with the, the, the pushback that we've seen and the incredible support on social media that we've seen, I, I can't imagine them sticking with this decision, and uh, the voices are just getting stronger now. Haley, uh, you, your master's was in autism, so could you please ex- explain to our listeners, on a very personal level, for someone, and the autism spectrum is wide, but for someone who is dealing with autism, whether it's the person who actually has the, uh, has the condition or whether it's uh, a parent or a support person, how significantly important is to get is to get some extra funding. What does the funding allow the person with autism to accomplish and allow the person who's providing support to, uh, to accomplish as well? Well, I think so much of what I see in the kids that I've worked with and the families is, is many of them are just exhausted. It's, it's, it takes a, a village, I think, in a lot of ways, in a lot of cases, to, to help these young adults. When, when, we, uh, when we see kids that graduate high school, um, Alberta, fortunately, I think is the top in Canada for resources, but many of these kids end up in their mom and dad's basement on a computer. Uh, they don't have friends. They don't have uh, places to go. And uh, resources to access, and the families are just completely overwhelmed. And, uh, of course, when you have a young child who's two or three years old, you can be waiting uh, up to two years in some cases to get in for a diagnosis. And, uh, you know, I know the other side of that. My best friend diagnoses autism for a living as a child psychologist, so I get to hear all about that. And so, you know, I think it's just it's something that requires a ton of resources. Um, it's, it's a long-term thing. And if you get to these children young enough, where you can impact their quality of life and really get them into some good therapy, it can make a massive difference in who they become in, as an adult, as a contributing member to society. So for me, it's it's very simple, um, and it wouldn't take much to really, you know, tip the balance on all of this. Now, let me take a quick break, and we'll come back more with uh, with more from Conservative Member of Parliament Mike Lake, whose uh, son is uh, living with autism, and. Uh, Haley Wickenheiser. Stay with us on The Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Roy won't take no or no comment sitting down. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Let's get back to our conversation with Member of Parliament, Conservative Member of Parliament, uh, Mike Lake from the Edmonton area, whose son is living with autism, and uh, Canadian hockey star Haley Wickenheiser, who is, uh, you're on the way to a medical degree, right? We'll be seeing Dr. Wickenheiser soon. <laughs> oh, someday down the road, a long ways away. But well, good luck with that, and uh, I'm sure you'd be just as great a doctor as a as as you were a hockey player and a great ally for people like uh, like Mike, 
Mike, on a, on, a, on a personal level, and I asked Haley essentially the same question, and I'll ask you to give me a fairly quick answer because I want to play that clip that, uh, between you and Justin Trudeau. But on a, on a personal level, when you look at your son, how much difference would the funding that Mr. Harper's government was ready to provide to, um, to the Autism Partnership, how much difference would the funding make to the development of a young person with autism all the way to being an adult, and on, from your personal experience? Well, I- interestingly, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not so much fighting for my own son. We, we've been fortunate. Jaden grew up in Alberta where uh, early intervention funding was the norm uh, for, for kids living with autism, thanks to families that, that fought really hard. Now Jaden's 21, so going into adulthood, and there's, there's, there's challenges right now in Alberta. But, you know, you have families uh, that, that uh, have kids in the same circumstance. And Haley touched on this, you know, in a, in a province like Quebec right now where families can wait two years for diagnosis and two years for treatment. And so they they don't even get that evidence-based help that they need from two to six in that critical window. And Jaden is a completely different person, a completely more connected person because he got the help that he needed between two and six. Now, he still has significant challenges, and, and that comes with where he is on the spectrum. But when he was when he was two years old, um, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't connect with people at all. He would sit and play with pots and pans or cups or whatever it would be on the floor for hours and hours on end and didn't recognize people at all. And, and if you were to meet Jaden today, he is one of the most connected people. Without saying a word, he's nonverbal, without saying a word, he is more connected than just about anybody that I know in my in my entire life and and the other thing about it is you know people with autism have incredible skills and abilities that our society can benefit from if we can help them address the challenges and help them deal with some of the challenges that they face wherever they are on the spectrum and uh, this this type of an investment to help governments across the country uh, whether it's provincial federal in their jurisdiction to help provide the best information possible to make the best decisions on policy that they can possibly make will unlock so many benefits for for Canadian society as a whole if we can take advantage of those skills and abilities. Okay, in about 20-30 seconds, can you set up what what we're going to hear between you and the Prime Minister? Well, I had the chance on on Wednesday to uh, ask the uh, ask the Prime Minister a couple of questions. I'm not sure if you're going to play both of them or just one. Uh, both. But, uh, oh, that that's perfect. So, um, you know, had the had the chance to uh, to address the the, the non funding. I mean, obviously, as you mentioned earlier, it was a leadership question. Um, in the uh, in both responses, he's pretty much giving the same response that they've given 15 times to questions uh, over uh, over the last several weeks on autism. And it's interesting. In the second one, you'll hear him talk about research. But, uh, you know, what he doesn't realize when he's, answer- when he's answering that question is that four of the top researchers in the world are on the Canadian Autism Partnership Working Group um, and-, and putting this proposal forward among all of the other people that are behind it. So the research community, what they want is they want their research to be used to benefit Canadian right. families. Research without, uh, without being put into use is, is useless, and this puts it into use. All right, so let's have a listen to the exchange between... Mike Lake, Conservative Member of Parliament, father of 21-year-old son with autism, Jaden, and the Prime Minister of Canada. Mr. Speaker, in his rambling justification of his vote against the Canadian Autism Partnership, the Liberal House Leader's Parliamentary Secretary said this, I disagree with members who say that it is 10 cents a day for this or it is only $19 million. I can assure you that every one of the constituents I represent would argue that a million dollars is a lot of money. He'll get no argument from this side on that last point. But as this Liberal Prime Minister racks up a deficit over 25,000 times that million dollars, 
How is it possible that Canadians living with autism were left behind? Honourable Prime Minister. Prime Minister. We recognize that autism spectrum disorder has a significant and lifelong impact on individuals and on their families. Federal investments in research, data improvements, surveillance and training skills are supporting those with autism and their families. There is an extraordinary network of stakeholders across the country raising awareness and providing services to families. Our government will continue to support those efforts through our programs. Mr. Speaker, does the Prime Minister even know that in addition to the vast majority of Canada's autism community, the Canadian Autism Partnership has received overwhelming support from every part of this country. The Canadian Association for Community Living, UNICEF Canada, Plan Canada, Save the Children Canada, World Vision Canada, Global Citizen, Haley Wickenheiser, Elliot Friedman, and many, many more. Conservative, NDP, and Green members were unanimous in our support for Canadians living with autism. And yet every single Liberal but one voted against the partnership. Could the Prime Minister please explain this decision? Prime Minister. Through the Canadian Institutes of Health Research, the Government of Canada has invested more than $39 million in autism research over the past five years. This investment contributes to providing the research evidence needed for the development of new tools and treatments for those suffering from autism. Uh, we recognize the challenges families are going through, and we stand ready to support them. The only thing that he didn't say that he normally says, Mike, is... Um Canadian, we're working very hard. Anyway, <laughs> well, we, we have about we, we have about a minute and a half. So, final thoughts from uh, from each of you, please, Mike. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, he acknowledges the work of of the working group and the stakeholders across the country, but they're doing nothing about it. And and one of the things that was that was uh, very very in, you know encouraging about that response, you hear all of that applause there after the first question. That's not just Conservative MPs. If you see the video, that's uh, NDP MPs and 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 the Green and Green Party leaders standing up as well in in support of Canadians living with autism. And I think that uh, you know I think that we just need Canadians to continue to let their Liberal members of Parliament know that this is important. Okay. Haley, uh, we have about 30 seconds. Go ahead, please. Yeah, I think my hope is that, you know, cooler heads will prevail and there'll be a little bit more education uh, around this issue towards MPs in Parliament so that they really understand all the facts. I think there's just so much to deal with in government these days that often decisions are made without really knowing the facts. So uh, I'm very supportive of this. I think uh, most Canadians who get to know about it would be as well. And uh, I hope that, that all right. Uh, Mike Lake, always good speaking with you. Thank you for the time today. We hope the Prime Minister and the government understand the need and react to it. And Haley, thank you very much. Great speaking with you. A real thrill to just talk to you as a former hockey player, but also somebody who's very heavily involved with the medical community and people who need help. Thanks to both of you. Thank you, Roy. We will come back with the beauties right after this.